0: Today, I'm going to be speaking from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. It is a very familiar Christmas message uh, as we look just at the topic of good tidings and great joy to all people. If you have your Bible open to Luke chapter 2, we're going to be beginning in verse number 8, going through number 20 Good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. And that's really one of the key things that I want us to look at this morning. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger, and suddenly there was with the angel and multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angel had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us go down to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying God and Praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen and it was as it was told to them. Good tidings and great joy to all people. That's really the message of Christmas, isn't it? That's why everybody gets so excited at Christmas time. I had uh, the pleasure of doing Christmas with my kids uh, this morning. We had a little breakfast casserole. Are you hungry yet? Uh, and we had, uh, uh, you know, the sharing of our gifts uh, for us and for one another and for all the kids. And uh, just an exciting time. But it is because of those good tidings and those uh, great joy to all people that we can celebrate Christmas and that we uh, can get excited about what God uh, has done in our, in our time. So... One of the greatest truths about Christmas is that it shows to us that God is approachable. Not only is He approachable, but He wants people to truly know Him. Imagine the Creator of the universe, God, who wants us to know Him in intimate and personal ways. He is a personal God And he came to us when we could not come to him. Uh, What an exciting thought! And if if you look closely at the shepherds, now we have this idealistic, because we've seen it on television and we've seen it in Christmas plays, but we have this idealistic view of who the shepherds were. But the shepherds were not popular. They were a group of outcasts of society. They were considered low class amongst the people around them. And they were strange. But they were in a strange group of people. They were off to themselves, along with sheep all of the time. Dirty animals with them all of the time. And because they were constantly in a nomadic uh, movement, moving from this place to that place in order to have food for the sheep, They were constantly moving from place to place and no one trusted them. Honestly, their testimony wasn't even admissible in court. It wasn't reliable. And to think that God comes to this lowly group of shepherds, I don't know about you, but it makes me feel great. It makes me feel that God is not concerned at all about my social standing, about who I know and who I don't know, that he came for all of us, all of mankind. No one is too low to experience the love of God in their life. You see, God doesn't exclude anyone from encountering him. He is open to all of us coming to know him, to experience him. Yes, even in miraculous ways as the shepherds did. As a matter of fact, I would conclude that that is exactly what he desires, is that we would experience him in miraculous ways, where he's still a miracle-working God. Good tidings and great joy. Not reserved for the few, not for the rich, not for the important, not for the elite. It was for all people, from the least to the greatest. We all have reason to rejoice. Look at your neighbor and say, let's rejoice. You see, the, the fact that God chose to deliver the message of his birth, of the birth of Jesus to the shepherds, It proves to us that God uses the humble. The shepherds did not have anything to brag about. They were ordinary people. People who were of a working class. And I would suggest that maybe it was even that humble spirit about them that positioned them to be in the right place at the right time to hear from God. Imagine if you were supposed to be there and you decided to take the night off. Wow. Wouldn't that be disappointing? Imagine if you were supposed to encounter the Lord and you didn't come to church that day. I'm preaching to the choir. We're all here. And I'm sure others had a great a reason for not being here. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that we need to have a desire to encounter Jesus. To know him in ways. uh, But pastor, I've known him all of my life. But have you grown to a deeper depth and a higher height? Have you grown to love him more? Because the more you know him, the more you will love him. I'm glad that you came today. It would have been difficult to uh, preach to myself. You could have stayed home, but you were faithful. The shepherds, the remarkable news about the shepherds was that they, that God used the ordinary to do the extraordinary. And I believe he still does that. God uses, we, you see we struggle with that, and I know that is a the theme of my preaching maybe because it's still for me hard to imagine that God would choose me to give the message of his word the greatest news ever told and he uses ordinary people to do the extraordinary they spread the news about Jesus they didn't just tell a few people it says they made it widely known what the angel had told them about Jesus And as we come together today, may we not forget what today is about. May we make it widely known. You see, the Lord wants to do the same thing through you that he did through the shepherds. For it is good news, great news, awesome news, that the Savior of all the world has come. He is here. He is alive. He has come onto the sea. With mankind, but we have reason to rejoice for the Savior. Let's Now I know it is daytime, and we cannot make this place totally dark. And I don't know if you've ever thought of it or not, but the symbolism of the shepherds watching their sheep at night is tremendous. It's totally dark. I believe that there were stars in the sky. I believe that it was a clear night, but it was dark. The sheep had probably settled down to sleep. The shepherds were probably sitting around a campfire. And the night was seemingly winding itself down. And suddenly an angel appeared. And the glory of the Lord shone around about them. This is the thought that the Lord gave me last week as I was walking around the block. He said, I want you to talk about penetrating the darkness. We live in a world that is very dark. A world that is very evil. And that night as the angel comes and the glory of the Lord shines around about that area, those shepherds as they probably at first are frightened and then begin to hear what the angel was actually bringing them. The news of the Savior, the Messiah, the one that everyone had talked about for years and years who was to come. So not only was the Lord penetrating the darkness of the night, But penetrating the darkness of Satan, penetrating the darkness of evil throughout the world, the darkness of shame and sin, and all of it was overtaken by the light and the glory of the Lord that shone around about them. Imagine. You're the shepherds. The first to hear. We need a Savior. And He has come. And He comes. He lives inside of our hearts. And it's that light. That will penetrate the darkness of this world. It'll make a difference wherever you go. Have you ever had people just say there's something different about you? What is it? It's that light inside. Jesus inside. As, as we put ourselves there in the, in the place of the shepherds as they begin to contemplate, can this really even be real? Yes, it is. Hallelujah. Yes, come. The Savior of the world, and it is good time all people it's exciting news in a world that seems hopeless hope has come would you look at your neighbor and tell them that, hope has come hope has come a new day has dawned Isaiah said it this way not Isaiah, this is from Matthew, but when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son. At just the right time, have you ever thought about that? At just the right time, Jesus showed up. Can you say that about your life? When you're headed in the wrong direction, when you're off course and off the path, as you showed up just at the right time. At just the right time. The fullness of time, when everything was set, when everything seemed its darkest, along comes the light of the world. What an amazing thought. See, I think we have a tendency to look at the stories of the Bible and, and just think that maybe God doesn't do things like that anymore, but I believe he does. He shows up just in time, a lot of times, miraculously. He does things that seem impossible. He is a miracle-working God, a waymaker. He still works the miraculous. And he uses us, the natural, to accomplish the supernatural. He uses the ordinary to accomplish the extraordinary. That's what God does. Look at your neighbor and say, have good tidings And great joy for all people. I have studied in the past and studied a little further into the significance of the shepherds. It wasn't just that they were a lowly, ordinary people, but there was a special group of shepherds specifically trained to watch and to care for the lambs that would be offered as a sacrifice for the people in the temple. They were educated in what the animal ought to look like. And their job was to make sure that this sheep that had no hurt about it, that it was not damaged, that it was not blemished. And as they these newborn lambs were born, they were literally wrapped in swaddling cloths to protect them from in, injury. So as the shepherds come to the manger and they see what the angels have said is the Savior of the world and he's wrapped in swaddling cloths. The same type of cloth that the sacrificial lambs would be wrapped in and taken to the temple for sacrifice. The symbolicness of it. They would have recognized, like John did, behold, the Lamb of God.